Welcome to the Connor Andrews Show Podcast. I was talking a few minutes ago about the um, Alberta accounts for a third of stolen vehicles in Canada. One third right here in Alberta. And Edmonton's number one in the province where they say like 15 vehicles a day just gone. Uh, the Ford F-150. Yep. A lot of people want those for some reason. Uh, I was a little concerned because that's what I've been driving these days, and I'm looking in the park. No, it's still there. I can see the reflection. Still there. Good. But somebody texted and said, Garner, it's the Ford Super Duty that gets stolen the most. They're very easy to break into and rig the ignition. I've heard they're all I ever see getting stolen on the local chat pages. Okay. Somebody else wrote in and said, Garner, I've always wondered if when your car gets stolen, does the person even want it back? Uh, I think about that all the time. I don't know. I don't think I would. Even if it was only gone for a couple of days, I'd be like, uh, what kind of trouble did you get into while you were gone? Huh? What'd you get up to? It was sort of, it would be like being married to someone or... I don't know, maybe just in a really committed long-term relationship and then one steamy, hot summer weekend, they meet someone else on a patio on White Avenue and then they abruptly up and leave you for that tall, dark, handsome stranger, that exotic enchantress. And that fling burns hot for a month or two because you see all their pictures on Facebook, they look happy, they're doing exciting things. Oh, look, they're houseboating. They never went houseboating with you. And then you fast forward a month or so and summer's winding down and they've had a chance to realize what they left behind and they're asking if you'd take them back. I don't know about you. I don't know that I could. It's the exact same thing as your car getting stolen because you'd be driving along wondering if your car was thinking longingly about that wild summer with that stranger. (laughs) No, thank you. No, I wouldn't want my car back to answer your question. Garner! Such hostility down at the internet, Bryce. Uh, Flat brim hats are only for tools that drive white Dodge Rams, wear white sunglasses, and have white iPhones. Ouch. That is a hot take. Hmm. Okay. I get the feeling that person is not on board. No, no. I was. I thought this would be. Uh, what are we at here? Sixty. Bryce, you posted pictures. I had to pose in my backyard. Those are selfies, by the way. Those are not professional photographs. You don't say. No, no. Those are selfies that I took sitting at my patio table when I got home at lunchtime yesterday. But the um, the curved brim seems to be running away with this at sixty three percent of the vote right now. Yeah. The flat brim, uh, not doing as well as I'd hoped. That's my favorite hat right there. But I never wear, I never leave the yard in that hat. There are plenty of people saying things like, hey, life is too short. Wear Uh, what you want to wear, man. uh, God, I hate Facebook comments. Does Garner have eyebrows? (laughs) No, they Uh, fell off because you stress me out. Uh, my God. Okay, I'm not reading any more of those. Long and short of it is uh, curved brim appears to be your best friend. Okay. This is important research we're doing. Uh, you people know that I'm a human human being, right? <laughs> Hang on a second. Hi. Hey, listen, I think I got to agree with, what was her name, Crystal? Yeah, Crystal. 
Yeah. I think you wear whatever the heck you want to, man. Okay, so therefore <laughs> tomorrow it's uh here's what I'm I'm gonna lay out tonight before I go to bed. I'm gonna lay out my outfit, be my flat brimmed hat, mm-hmm. lobster bib, mm-hmm. football pants and red cowboy boots. Oh, you switched from the bicycle shorts to the football pants. Yeah, I think I like the idea of having a pant that tucks into the top of the boots. It's weird oh, when yeah. you see when you see a gap of skin between the shorts and the top of the cowboy boots on a guy. On a girl, that's cute, but on a guy, right. uh-uh. <laughs> so that's why I swap. Uh, fair enough. Well, you know what? Like, funny enough, it was actually the bicycle shorts that kind of prompted me to call because, like. I'm a, I, I'm, I'm a, I'm not a small guy. I mean, I'm pushing two, two ten these days, right? Mm-hmm. But I love me some short shorts. And I mean, honest to God, the shorter the better. Well, what kind of short shorts are you wearing? Just any, well, any kind of shorts. I was actually just in Vegas and I was at the, at their little uh, um, malls there, like their discount malls or whatever. Yeah. And I found me a pair of. Star Wars shorts, and I think they're actually women's shorts because they they are short, like they are they okay. are nut huggers. I I can't believe I'm about to ask this question, but <laughs> yeah. here yeah. we go because yeah. I'm confident in my sexuality. Okay, please send us a picture. <laughs> you want to? Yeah, I could probably do that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think uh, I think everybody needs to see you in your girls' Star Wars shorts. <laughs> All right, game on. Okay, I'll make it rain. Send it to Bryce at Sonic one zero two nine dot com. Oh, that's nice. That's- yeah, B R Y C E. What a okay. treat that's going to be in my inbox. Will you let me know when that comes in, Bryce? Hopefully, I forget about this conversation, and then I just get a picture, open it up, and maybe my life has changed forever. Uh- the Garner Andrews Show podcast. Garner. So you're just talking about the guy with short shorts, and it just made me think about it because it's hilarious. But you could just be playing rugby, where the shorts are short. Yeah, they like them short in rugby, right? Uh, yeah, exactly. And, and it's funny the too. Things on the planet. Really? Hundred percent. So you can get nice pair of cotton ones, or the newer style have like spandex and lyrica in the center, like in your crotch area. In the crotchal region. In the crotchal region, thank you. <clears throat> and you uh, you will live in those things the entire summer. It's funny, though. Like, do you think that rugby will ever embrace, like, the great big baggy shorts? Because think about Look at... Just go online and do a Google image search of NBA shorts in the 1980s and 70s. They were microscopic. Mm-hmm. And I don't now, think they'll ever... I don't think they'll ever go big and baggy. They used to be a bit baggier back in the day, but... Because of the contact in the sport, and like you can just grab them off people. Yeah. You want them to be kind of shorter, not skin tight. Okay. But. Quick question or quick. Uh, yeah. I, I need to confess something here, okay? Quickly, Go just, ahead. Be, just between you and me. <laughs> I do it. not have a clue how your sport works. No idea. It's pretty fun. Well, I'm sure it is, but I don't understand the rules of your game. One minute you're running this way, then you're running this. Oh, now you're kicking the ball. Wait, you're throwing the ball backwards. That makes no sense. Come on, rugby. You know, <laughs> there's a... I love the fact that in my neighborhood on Sunday mornings, there's a giant park in my neighborhood, and it's not set up for cricket. But these guys show up every Sunday morning, and they have uniforms. It's like it's a league or something. And they will play cricket in the park, 
and I will sit there on a hill with my cup of coffee and I will watch cricket for an hour and not have a clue what's going on and secretly hope that one of them waves me down there and lets me take a swing with that weird bat. And why do you have to make that pitch so complicated? Couldn't you, why do you have to run so far? Come on, cricket. Come on, rugby. Makes sense. The Garner Andrews Show podcast. Garner. Let's check Garner's voicemail. See if anybody left a message. You know, I've been listening to this whole flat-brimmed hat thing. I, I do have to agree that no adult in the history of time and space has ever pulled off the flat-brimmed hat without looking like a total DB. And if you think that you don't look like a DB when you're standing in the mirror with your flat-brimmed hat, you're horribly, horribly wrong, and somebody should slap you. The kids under 12 can pull it off because they don't know any better. And that leave the house looking like clowns if they could. We check Garner's voicemail. Now we know that there was a message. Hmm. Well, that's a bit of an eye-opener. That's some hot takes. <laughs> Apparently, I look like a DB. Again, let me reiterate, I do not leave my yard in my flat-brimmed hat because people close to me have told me that I look like a mm hole. You're like a prisoner. You, I re- I'm a prisoner of my hat. You, you, you see freedom just steps away. Yeah. And you want to be able to take steps out there, but uh, the warden, a.k.a. your family and friends, yeah. say no, not until you're re- rehabilitated. You summed that up quite nicely. Thank you, Bryce. Yeah. You, you know exactly how I feel. Uh, hang on a second, too, because we're talking about the, uh, it, this isn't the law. This was just a city committee that said, yeah, we're going to recommend that uh, you be able to smoke your weed, your jazz cabbage, mm, yeah. on city sidewalks. And this is, where, have you got that text in front of you? This is, this is arguing in 2018. Yes, it says, it's not weed, it's marijuana or cannabis. Thanks probably the exact tone in which it was written. Uh, With tones of condescension? Yes. They're all the same things. One is just more conversational than the other. That's purely... That's all it is. Okay. They've now said that they're they're on the medical cannabis program and they're just being sensitive. Oh. Okay. Perhaps we need to be more sensitive too, Bryce. Perhaps we should stop calling it the jazz cabbage. I think we should start calling it jazz cabbage more you think so? We should up our game? Yes. So oh. then that doctors, the doctors of Canada start referring to it as the medical jazz cabbage. Okay. That'd be funny. Yes. We get Justin Trudeau. They get the prime minister talking about the legalization of jazz cabbage as he addresses the House of Commons. I like this. The, our goal should be locked. The Gunner Andrew Show podcast. Podcast. Hi. I uh, strongly support the renaming of marijuana to jazz cabbage. But I think we should combine it with our strong Ukrainian heritage in this area and uh, start calling the marijuana cigarettes jazz cabbage rolls. That might be the smartest thing I've heard all day. Thank you very much. What's your name? Jeff. Jeff, here's your sash. Here's your uh, tiara and your scepter. You are today's Garner Andrews Show mental giant. Thank you. Enjoy your rain. Thank you. Okay. Jazz cabbage rolls. I love it. Garner? I agree with all those people that say flat brim hats are worn by kids 
and douchebags. Richard from downtown. Well, that's, uh, huh. I'm not a kid, therefore, well, I must be a douchebag. We just crowned Jeff Garner Andrews show mental giant of the day a few minutes ago. Uh, but I think what we need, we need to have a new badge that you can earn from listening to this show. The Garner Andrews show texter of the day badge, because this is spectacular. Let me read this. Well, hang on. Actually, this requires a music change. Mm. Yes, this is way better right here. This came in on the text machine a while ago. I was driving today and I saw a PT Cruiser, which I already hate. But then I take a second look and it's actually a white windowless PT Cruiser being driven by a guy who looked like a more ominous, stabby version of Stephen King. Just trolling for victims. He looked at me like I knew his secret, that the passenger doors stay locked by the driver. And he probably has a cage in the back for a murder room. I would just like to warn everyone, safety first. As I always say, I'm not an idiot, buddy. I'm going to need to see that candy before I get in the van. Jessica. Well, Jessica, you just earned your badge. Thank you. Garner! Garner! It's the Garner Andrew Show podcast! Podcast! I wish I was a Sonic Rocker winner. Next week on the Sonic Rock Door, whether you win or you lose, you get a pair of tickets to next Saturday night's Mother Mother show at the Starlight Room. Here's the Rock Door you're trying to solve, though. Monday morning at 8.20, it's worth $132. Come and get it. Tune in to the Garner Andrews Show weekdays at 8.20 to take your shot at the Sonic Rock Door jackpot. Garner. A quick little update here. Somebody had asked me if... Um, my beautiful bride had come around on the front door yet because I don't know if you heard this last weekend she went away and while she was gone I painted the front door of our house and I painted it a fairly vibrant color our house is beige the trim is beige and I just wanted that front door to pop so I went for it and I did not have approval I had never discussed this with my wife but I went for it and not only that I bought some new patio chairs like those wicker ones and I put them on the front steps, and I bought some really cool cushions for them. Well, here's the update. We returned the cushions last night, and we went with a different color. I don't think she's quite sold on the color of the door yet. Maybe we'll get there one day. I have no idea. But at least she's come around on the chairs here a bit. I got this text message, too. Garn, talk about disappointing your spouse. My wife took the kids to my mom's house in Manitoba last summer for a week... I decided to knock the wall out between the kitchen and living room. We had discussed the idea of an open concept, but that was about it. No plans had been made. Long story short, I knocked out a pretty good portion of the wall and then discovered it was a load-bearing wall. No harm was done, but it cost me $2,500 to have the wall rebuilt by professionals. That's from Corey. Uh, well, thank you, Corey. Garner? Are you guys going to be talking about the G7 Summit today? Well, you bet. Sure, why not? All I can think about, though, is how um, Trump is like, yeah, I'll come, but I'm not staying long. 
He's yeah. actually he's leaving tomorrow morning. He's bailing really early. Yeah, tomorrow morning before it's. And you know why? Because he's um, he's like that one person we've all known in our life who's got really really low self esteem, and you always have to talk them into everything. They're like, I'm not going to grad. I'm not going to Tim's party. I'm not coming home for Christmas. And the reason they do that is because they thrive on people begging them to come to the party or to stay at the party or come home from Christmas. Because that's how they build up their self-worth. That's how they build themselves up. And that's exactly what Donald Trump does. Yeah. And he's he's doing it with the G7 Summit. Because, he, you know, the other six players at that table, mm-hmm. including Canada, are a little little steamed. <laughs> yeah, but he's Trump. blaming everybody else. So They're a little ticked. And he knows that he's in for maybe a bit of a rough go. So, yeah, this- he's going to pull the shoot. This could also be a little bit of, I'm going to take my ball and I'm going to go home. Uh, well, there's also that whole thing where he's leaving early to go to Singapore to meet with some woman named Kim. <laughs> so, But the thing is, is that that, so the G7, how long has that been in the books for? Like forever? Forever. Yeah. Okay. So you would think that Donald Trump's people, when they set up the Singapore thing, they'd go, mm, I'm looking in your Outlook calendar right now. I see you have a conflict. Can we do the following weekend? So... Yeah, you think you could space it out just mm-hmm. a, just a touch? It yeah, I think this is a G7 he needs to be at. I would think so. I think there's a lot of feelings that need to get shared. They need to get back to doing some trust falls. Learning each other's middle names? They really do. Yeah. It is happening in Quebec. So this is his first trip to Canada as well. Okay. And he's not getting along with the dad of Canada, the grandfather of Canada. Where does now so here's the thing he's not even he's not even going to be in Canada for 24 hours is he even getting a room or is he just going to sleep in his car he'll probably just sleep on a bench somewhere yeah in a hotel lobby or something you're not paying for a room when you're yeah. only going to be there for a short while okay no way there's our take on the G7 yeah i think we hit uh, a lot of high notes there we went really deep with it sure did cuz anytime we talk about Donald Trump or Justin Trudeau people it always, love that it always goes over so well oh god they love that the Garner Andrew Show podcast. Garner. Garner, I love the topic about the time you disappointed your spouse. Last Christmas, I took inspiration from all those car ads on TV and made a giant red bow and pasted it on the brand new Infinity I secretly leased for my wife. Christmas morning came, I blindfolded her and walked her over to the neighbor's garage where I was keeping it. She was less than impressed that I had leased her a brand new luxury car that she had no say in. Then exactly three weeks after Christmas, I got laid off and I am still unemployed, so she is essentially paying for her own Christmas gift. There's an awkward tension every time I have to ride with her in that car, Glenn. Well, thank you, Glenn. The Garner Andrews Show Podcast. Garner! So... The moment you guys were talking about Danger Zone, mm-hmm. I had to listen to it myself. And I agree with you. I want to know what the lyrics are actually now. I'm kind of like ticked off if it is highway to the Danger Zone because that A doesn't make sense and it well, sounds stupid. Yeah, that's going to, all of a sudden, the last 30 years of my life will be meaningless if it is highway to the Danger Zone. That makes no sense because it's a song about fighter jet jockeys. They don't drive on highways. The sky is their highway. I can't fill you in with that. Okay. Well, we're waiting to hear back from Kenny Loggins. Bryce has tweeted at him. Hopefully he will answer the question or his people will. Hmm. Is there like a 
lyrics on the Googles or not? Oh, well, the entire internet says it's highway to the danger zone. Every single lyric site, everywhere you go. Really? Say, yeah, but listen, you can't... This is the problem these days is everybody believes everything they read on the internet. Remember when you used to believe something that somebody told you? And I'm telling you, it's I went to the danger zone. I guess it's uh, you know as close uh, close to as a uh, rubbed up like a douche or rubbed up like a deuce. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Who is this? It's Jared. Jared, have a good one. Okay. You too. Blinded by the light. Yeah, that's another good one. Garner. Music news you can use on Sonic 1029. Here's Bryce Kelly. It's Friday. This is what's up. Oh my heart. Next week, Mother Mother are going to be in town for four big shows at the Starlight Room, celebrating the 10th anniversary of their Oh My Heart album. And we're going to be live streaming the fourth show live on the air. It's going to be totally live, completely unedited, and that's going to be next Saturday night, one week from tomorrow. Sonic. Smashing Pumpkins are back with a brand new song with their mostly reunited original lineup. It's believed that they have an EP cooking right now to go alongside with their big summer tour, which will stop in Edmonton on September 9th. This new song is called Solera, and you can hear it at sonic1029.com. Sonic. Speaking of new music, USS also have a new one out today. It's called Medicine. They recorded this song in Nashville about a year ago, but are releasing it now as a standalone single. It's about being ghosted in a relationship. Garner? Uh, Bryce Kelly. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to an escape room tomorrow. Ooh. What's, the, what's the theme? I don't know yet, but well, I'll tell you. The theme will be another crushing blow to my self-esteem. That's what it'll be. I don't think I've ever successfully gotten through one. No. Well, and you know what the problem is, too, is for me, it's, I get all up in my head now because anytime we go with a bunch of friends to an escape room, I kid you not, Bryce Kelly, I am always the last one picked when you have to divide up into teams because you don't all fit in one room. And I think people have come to realize that I offer nothing when it comes to the escape room. Nothing. Oh. That's good. You just admire the workmanship of the room mm-hmm. itself. Yeah. Is it believable? Yeah. Can I hear the other rooms? I don't want to hear the other rooms in an escape room. That's weird to me. So, you know, what's weird too, is that it was, I think I did my first escape room and again, offered nothing about two years ago right now. And then after that, I'm driving home and I'm saying to my wife, I think I have an undiagnosed learning disability. Like... <laughs> It went that badly? Well, I started to believe that. So I went to my doctor and I'm like, uh, uh, do I have a learning disability? And he's like, I don't know. But here's the name of the psychologist. So I go to this psychologist and I'm like, doctor, I think I have an undiagnosed learning disability. And she was like, "Uh, no, you just have low (laughs) self-esteem. So the escape room does nothing for that. No, no, it does not. It is Mm-mm. very shame, especially when you have to keep calling for help, and then the oh. person comes and shows you, and you're like, oh. But all the other people I'm with, like these friends of mine, these are all very smart people. And my wife is very smart. She's very good at figuring these things out. And I'm just there. I can't even say I'm eye candy because I'm not that. See, there's the low self-esteem again. There it is. <laughs> this is a vicious circle. Wow. Maybe this isn't the place for you. Maybe not. Maybe I'll just sit in the car. <laughs> you can wa- You can watch the purses. Sure, they have lockers for that, but you can never be too safe. No, I'll sit out in the lobby, watch the coats and the purses. Yeah. Thank you for listening to this edition of the Garner Andrew Show podcast. 
check sonic1029.com for more.